Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome back. That was a rap air horn. Let me see if I can get it. We're back with another crash course. It's the Strap Boys, and we are thrilled about today's course. Well, it's very apropos. It, it, sure it is. was a strapped course. Uh, Autobahn Park, New Orleans, Louisiana. Let's uh, let's let's get the, uh, the the quick details out of the way. Very public, of course. It, it might it as well be strapped, folks. Literally, might as well be a city park. <laughs> uh, opened in eighteen ninety eight. Redesigned in 2001 by Dennis Griffiths. Uh, you can walk 18 holes there, anywhere from $20 to $50. What, when was it open? 1898. Hell yes. <laughs> uh, and it's a the most delightful 4,220-yard par 62 you can imagine. And I went into it expecting not to enjoy the par 62 format. It kind of shifted the paradigm for me. Me too, exactly. On, on executive courses or under par seventy courses being like, is this going to be gimmicky? Yeah, you know? it was. That was like my favorite part of it. I hit. I think I hit every club in my bag off the tee. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think let's uh, let's uh, let's let's back up though. Uh, you said New Orleans, the course. Our, our first crash course question: Where is the course? Uh, it's located at Audubon Park. Uh, it's in the uptown neighborhood of New Orleans. The entrance to it is right off Magazine Street. Uh, you have the Audubon Zoo right across the street, and you know, you know, I like colleges, Neil. Uh, the campuses of Loyola, New Orleans, and Tulane are right there. Loyola? So, it's Loyola, dog. I said Loyola. I thought it's Loyola. Lo- lo- tomato, tomato. I, I don't know. We have not, if anyone from Nolens is listening, they might be upset about that. Loyola. Well, how did you say it? Loyola. <laughs> people can let. I'm sure people will let us know. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, those those two campuses are close by, so hopefully that'll that'll give you a sense of uh, where it's located. But the Big Easy, New Orleans. It is. It is smack dab in the middle of it. A uh, little brief history of the course. It goes back to. God, it's got quite a history. I mean, the land itself goes back to uh, Civil War days and, and prior. But uh, Audubon Park dates back uh, to the late 19th century. That that plot of land uh, really first kind of became what would be the park uh, in 1884 as part of the World's Fair held in New Orleans. And then um, about 10, 15 years later, John Charles Olmsted of of the Olmstead bros. Those, like, they're bad boys. Maybe some of the biggest menaces yes. of of that time or any time. Uh they they got involved and uh led by like I said led by John Charles Olmstead, they drafted the original design to turn that area into a permanent park, which is obviously now Audubon Park. So this all happened uh over a stretch of years at the at the close of the 19th century. So Neil, I think uh, the the relevant question you touched on it, but what what did you think of this course? Delightful. God, and, and, that's and that, overused, the exact thing I wrote was absolutely delightful. And, First an two overused words. word for the NLU collective, <laughs> but it was literally delightful. <laughs> Everything about it. It's low key. Uh, 
we mentioned the the it's par sixty two. Par sixty two. Uh, it the pace of play was ferocious. It, it was. I mean, we had to let some guys play through. I think that we're wearing cowboy boots, <laughs> and they were they were playing like they weren't just like you know taking mulligans. It was like all right, come on through, guys. Like it, so, I love that. Uh, the the vibe of people walking their dogs. Mm. Um, you are quite literally extra, in the middle of a park. So yes. all around you are are park goers. Yeah, uh, people running, ex- doing parkour. Uh, the trees. A little shout out to the the Spanish moss and the, and the uh, uh, the oak trees. The live oaks, man. Where it oh. was you know it gives that kind of both the yellow king spooky vibe, but also like the genteel southern charm. Uh, you know, you get a little bit of both in New Orleans, both both the uh, the dark side of that and and the uh, uh, the nostalgic side. Um, yeah, I mean that's it was it was it's such a good aura. Like like I had one of my favorite rounds of uh, 2019. And I, the only thing I'll add to that about the course is it's it's every bit as challenging as like you'd want if you're going out to play golf, but it's not excessively challenging at all. And and it's definitely not like gimmicky or like a pitch and putt. It's they're they're just eighteen really proper golf holes that the par adds up to sixty two. Um, the par threes, I think I hit pitching wedge, eight iron. I hit three iron. Three, oh, on seventeen. On seventeen, yeah, it was a brutal par three. Oh, like a good. We know, played it back into the yeah. wind. I think it was like it all was, I had. Um, and then some good par fives. I think was it number eight? Nine and nine and eighteen. Yes. Each each side closes with Both, a really good par five. Yeah, good risk reward, reachable, um, but like water everywhere. And mm-hmm. uh yeah, those are those are you know, which you don't think on a par sixty two you're gonna get that, but it was like made that made it for me like a wake up call of like, wow, this is like a real course and it beat me up just like a par seventy two would. Yeah. Uh, the bunkering's fantastic, the greens have enough um undulation and quirk that it's just it's you're gonna hit just about every i think i hit every club in the bag yeah um it's it's a a a very fair stern test of golf the only other thing kind of you're talking about the aura i wanted to give special mention to the clubhouse is very cool just like a stately old you know southern um I don't know. Had the wraparound, had like house with like the big veranda. Yeah. Yeah. And there's areas like just off the clubhouse. You and I sat down, uh, enjoyed a coffee, and you know, you're just under these live oaks. Yeah. We took a break at the turn. Yeah. (laughs) A couple guys played through. It's like, come on through, guys. Yeah. So um, very cool. Uh, Well, let me ask you this Do you have a favorite hole? I think it's nine, the part, that par five. Yeah. That was one of the ones I put down. Um, Back to the clubhouse. I, also, there was kind of, uh, and it was an open piece of the property, so I felt like I got a really good view, and it kind of placed me. I was like, okay, here I am. I'm on this side of the, the property. I can see the the colleges over to my left. I can see the clubhouse on my right. Um, I can see the hole, you know, like a big dog leg right. Uh, yeah. So that was a fun one. It was, and just to add a little uh, detail, it's a 462-yard par five. Like you said, it's a big dog leg right. Water protecting the inside of the dog leg the the whole way, um, but it's it's one of those, you know, the closer you play to the hazard, you know, the, the 
the more reward you'll have for your second shot. It was it was exactly that, where if you can place your drive kind of out by the water, you have a shorter second shot and a better angle into that green. I believe you – I don't I brag on you a little bit. I believe you eagled that hole, didn't I you, did. Neil? So I hit – but I bombed the drive over the fairway to the left, down like <laughs> okay, down, so. this, down this hill. So, and so you did it another way. <laughs> and it took me – I thought I lost the ball. We were about to call it, and then I was like, "Oh no, it's like twenty yards up farther." Because I was walking up to check, like, "Okay, if I drop here, like, what does it look like?" And I was yeah. like, "Oh, here it is. <laughs> Found it. Found it." So then I had like an eight iron from there, and I then I sunk the sunk it like a twenty footer. If you want to see it, watch Strap. Yeah. Strap Louisiana yeah. episode three. Uh, so, but we thought Autobahn deserved a a separate breakdown. Yeah, uh, via podcast. Yeah, and I, and I I've gotten a lot, actually from that episode a lot of outreach of like where should I play in New Orleans, and it's like I think Autobahn would be if you're going to New Orleans for a, a weekend, depending on what kind. It's like yeah, I would bring my golf clubs to play Definitely. Autobahn, and I don't I don't know of a ton of like I don't know the area that well outside of that because like Santa Maria. And we played in Baton Rouge, which is, you know, I don't know if those are worth the I'm sure the drive. there are private clubs all over yeah. the outskirts and whatnot. But, like, I think of going to, like, if I were to go to New Orleans, I'm staying, like, in the heart of New Orleans. But, yes, I can also play golf because I could easily take, you know, a taxi or Uber or, you know, Lyft specifically. Uh, well, I would say that. Over to the course, and and you can get there quickly. You can play quickly, and it's not going to like take up a full day of your trip to New Orleans. It it also strikes me as if you're a, a local, probably not telling any locals what they don't already know. I'm jealous that it seems like the perfect home course, like to practice to like if you live in a city. Oh yeah, like because you're going to go hit every club in the bag. You're you're going to get a full real round of golf in. It's not going to take as much time. I that's the kind of place I would. Like, and it's easy to get to. Like it's it's right there. It's definitely in my top five list of like course. I ha- if I had to play a course every day, like that would that like uh, you know, Montauk Downs and Bethpage would not be on that list, right? But this would because it's like it's it's uh, it's not stressful, but it's still challenging. It's yeah, it's fun. It's mm-hmm. fun. It's fun. Uh, so I only wanted to add favorite hole wise. Um, I don't know if you remember number four. It's one of the par threes. But it was the sh- it's it's a relatively short par three, um, but it's the one it's kind of a kidney shaped green and, and like the left side kind of hangs out with water all around, and it's like the the just little small slopes like right into the water. Uh, and and I, I just do remember yes I remember that and I just found that whole like a perfect encapsulation of it, it's not it, like it's from the tee box it's somewhat of a narrow green. Um, especially when the pin's set over on the left uh, half of the green, it's like <laughs> it's a really difficult shot because if you miss long, your water. If you miss left, your water. If you miss short, your water. You know, you have a whole bailout right, but it it just was like that. It's that kind of shot value when you're out there that I think encapsulates the place where you know you can bail out right and chip, and maybe you'll make a putt, but you'll probably make a comfy bogey, or you can go at the flag and you know you better hit a good shot. If not, you're probably in the water and and you're making double. And I think that's that's what's so cool about the course. The front nine holes stick out to me more. Number seven, I think, was a a reachable par four. Um, you know what? I would have to I would have to bring up the or no, I think it might be number six, that. number six or seven. But I but between that between four, 
six or seven. I think it's six because there's two par threes in a row after that, if I remember properly. And then and then number nine, those are all three like really yeah solid golf holes. And then we, I think 18's another cool par five finisher. Um, Definitely. You know, 471-yard par five. So, it's, I mean, they're gettable, but it gives you some – it's a little bit of a dogleg left. Uh, there's water kind of out towards the left, so the safe play is like to go more right, and that, that makes it more of a dogleg around the water. Um but there's, you know, there's there's design elements. I, you know, we should point out like it's it, it's one of the gourmet choice selections in uh, Tom Doak's. Uh, so it's supported by the experts. Golf too. course confidential uh, or confidential courses. Um, yeah. So, I mean, for for you architecture geeks and and hardos, do you, do you remember what you shot that day? I do. I actually kept the scorecard. So uh, I shot. I looked. I shot a seventy six. Um, I made one birdie. I actually birdie nine, you eagled nine. And uh, other than that, it was pars and bogeys, except for 17. I made an eight, a quintuple bogey. <laughs> That's sick. Do you remember what you shot? Because I have what you I, shot. I shot 70. Yeah, you did shoot And 70. I was really mad because I had the chance to shoot 69. <laughs> you pervert. And I, I over, I uh, surprise, I... Uh, Airmailed 18 green, it had an embedded ball situation. Oh, that, yeah, which is all on video. Yes, uh, quite dramatic. Yeah, I think we we were both very maybe overconfident to start. Like, oh, dude, mega bonus in play, and then you get out there and it's like, no, this is just like, yeah, like, oh, how am I going to shoot under par here? It's a real golf course. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what what are uh, Last question here. What what will you remember about this course? That I can't wait to get back. <laughs> I mean, it was like the I think the Louisiana strap was. It's it, it's definitely it's hard to pick a favorite strap, but it. I think that one had it all. And for me, that speaks like equally to New Orleans. Yes, like I am. I love New Orleans. There's just like this. I think what I'd like to do is next year I'd like to go to Jazz Fest. Yeah, and play golf at Audubon. Can I come with you? That'd be sweet. We should, we should, we should do that. Well, so one of the things I wanted to say I will remember are the beignets. Beignets. That, Shout out to Maggie. Exactly that Maggie and Tom brought us. But yeah, maybe Jazz Fest. Maybe if Maggie's playing. But that's also why it's sweet because if you went, say you went with your, you know, a, your girlfriend or people that don't play golf, you're with a, a group of people. Like they can all go enjoy the park and go to the zoo, and it's like there's kind of something. For everybody to do, yeah, it's like, you know, because it's going to be a four-hour round of golf, like yeah. the, which isn't, you know, like I, I would say it was probably less than that, but it feels like you can get around that course quickly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's more like like go to New Orleans on a trip and definitely play golf there, but don't go there. Uh, don't go on a golf trip to New Orleans. Right. I think that's exactly right. Maggie Kerner, Tank and the Bangers, Jazz Fest. That would be my dream. Let's get it done. All right, that's it. That's it. All right, see you, folks. Up.